Hey, Moving Forward listeners, this is John Lim. In case you're new to the podcast and tuning into episode 31 for the first time, or if you're revisiting episode 31, I just wanted to give you an update. So when we recorded this, this was from season one. At the time, Adam Heiler, the guest on today's episode, was working for a small construction company based in Baltimore. At the same time, he was launching a podcast series called The Dirtwork Diaries. Now, that podcast series had a fantastic 97 episode run. It ended in December of 2016. Adam's career actually skyrocketed. He's now with a really prominent construction company, but his position required him to be much lower profile on social media. So as a result, Adam decided to end the run of his podcast series, The Dirt Work Diaries. So unfortunately, you won't be able to tune in. And in fact, the website that the podcast was hosted on no longer belongs to his podcast. So we've redacted it from the episode, but it's still a great episode to listen to if for no other reason than this is where Adam began his journey. He's really moved forward since then. And it's a great lesson on the power of creating content because of that content, it opened up a lot of doors for Adam. So I present to you moving forward episode 31. In a world where people are famous for doing nothing, we're here to discover the ordinary individuals who take giant leaps to do something extraordinary. Welcome to Moving Forward. Hello, everyone. This is John Lim with Moving Forward. And today, my guest is Adam Heiler. Adam is a project manager with a local construction company here in Baltimore. And he's also host of the podcast series, The Dirt Work Diaries, which is all about his career in construction. So I'm really happy to have Adam here today. He's known on air as the Blue Collar MBA. Welcome, Adam. How are you today? Oh, I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. Uh, Thanks for being on the show today. Well, listen, Adam, I've given our listeners a little background on yourself, but I think, you know, I think our listeners would like to learn more. So can you fill in what I like to call the professional and life resume for us? Sure. The professional resume, I graduated from Pennsylvania State University, Penn State, as everybody calls it, with a bachelor's of science degree in geography and geographic information systems. I have an MBA from Johns Hopkins University. I <laughs> fellow alum. I uh, work for some government contractors doing cartography and mapping work, and currently I'm a project manager for a medium-sized excavating company here in Maryland. Oh, that's great. And do you want to tell our listeners a little more about the podcast? Sure. The podcast is The Dirt Work Diaries. You can find it at the uh, Blue Collar MBA website, which I'm sure the link will be provided with this podcast. It's just kind of a, a look into my personal life and my professional life, living life on the job site. And, and it's just kind of a an inspirational look at where I I've been, how I got there, and some ups and downs along the way, and some ways to help you with your career as well. Oh, fantastic. Well, Adam, let's get underway. We have a lot to cover. So first things first, tell us what are you passionate about, and how did you discover that passion? I'm passionate about geography in the sense that I like being in open spaces. I think that's where my passion for construction came in. I think that's where my passion for geography at Penn State came in. I like the classes where we got to go outside and walk through the woods, explore different trails, look at the tree types, the soil types. And what really gets to me is just hopping in a vehicle and just taking that long cross-country drive. So every day when I'm on the job site, sometimes I'm on job sites that are tens or you know hundreds of acres big. And uh, it's just really freeing. So I'm passionate about just manipulating the earth, being in the forest, just 
anything that deals with the outdoors, I'm passionate about that. Oh, that's great, Adam. Well, listen, I think our listeners are fascinated by all of the guests that we have. And one of the big questions that we like to kind of dig a little deep and maybe get a little more personal is about, can you discuss or can you share with us a time where you failed or you faced what seemed like an insurmountable challenge, but it ended up being part of your road to success? I think I can do this in maybe two ways. I have a small one that ended up turning into a big one, and I have a little bit of a larger one. Uh, go for it. Let's start with the larger one. Um, I'll be very honest. I had a marriage that didn't work. That was a failure of mine, and it wasn't any fault of anybody else except for my own. I entered something when I wasn't ready. The lesson I took away from that is make sure you're ready to do something before you jump in and kind of prepare and look at yourself and say, is this in line with who I am? Or is this, am I trying to pretend to be somebody I'm not? And I think for me, I was trying to be, pretend to be somebody that I wasn't. So kind of a big life lesson there was that it's okay to fail and you learn more about who you are. You have to figure out who you are first before you can be with somebody else. But another issue I'd like to talk about is uh, cleaning the tracks on the machines at work. There was a time when I was uh, entry level a little bit more in the uh, dirt work world, and I forgot to clean the tracks on one of the bulldozers, and it froze. Oh, no. And that bulldozer was paralyzed for days after that, and we were trying to chip off all the mud. And I just realized that if you take the lazy way out and you don't clean your tracks, it kind of hinders production for the next few days. So I would say uh, take those extra five minutes and clean the tracks on your machine, clean your car, clean your room, and just kind of do your daily chores. Oh, Adam, thank you for sharing that. I mean, I think those are two huge lessons and, you know, a theme that we've heard from a lot of our other guests, you know, when you're talking about your big failure is sort of just being ready for something and just not doing something just because you feel like you have to, you have to be sort of true to yourself, you have to be authentic, and you really have to feel that passion for it. And number two, I, I think this is a valuable lesson, just taking those extra five minutes. And I know that on your podcast, you know, you talk about pillars and one of the pillars is is keeping things clean you know whether it's you know your your truck your equipment and that's that's a huge huge lesson that I think a lot of us can can draw from no oh, thanks I I agree it's uh there's five pillars I talk about on my website and I kind of just barely touched at them but feel free to visit the website if you want to explore those uh five pillars that I've discovered a little bit more absolutely and we'll be reposting that on our website as well Adam can you talk a little bit about how the challenges though drove you towards a path of success were finding your passion? Sure. So when I got out of Penn State, I had various jobs with engineering companies that the challenge for those jobs was that they weren't as challenging as I wanted them to be. And I just didn't know if I was going to go anywhere. So that's how I led myself to uh, finding the MBA program at Hopkins. And that opened up a whole new world. And so I guess my lesson is when something's challenging, you're the only person that can change your life. No one else is going to change your life for you. No one's going to walk into your job and say, oh, here's a new way to do your job. It's going to make everything way better and get you a lot more money. You have to do that. I had to go get an MBA, and it expanded my horizons in ways I never even thought it could. So when you're up against an obstacle, think of what options you have and how you're going to go about making life better for you 
and don't rely on somebody else to do that for you. I think that's extremely powerful. And I know that there are a lot of our listeners who are facing those kind of challenges and just, you know, uh, what we call maybe the fear or the doubt is holding them back. So, so Adam, how did you overcome those doubts? How did you overcome those fears to really kind of push forward and do something like pursue an MBA? And then also transition from doing mapping and GIS work into construction. I mean, uh, somewhat related fields, but very, very di- different at the same time. Exactly, very different fields, but they have some common bonds. But let's go back to the first part of your question there. The way I did all this was one day at a time. I had no long-term plan. I heard that one of the worst things you can do is go to business school and not know what you want to do when you graduate. I'm going to be 100% honest here. I had no idea what I wanted to do <laughs> when I got out of business school. I just knew that I didn't want to be where I was at. So I started just doing it one class at a time, one day at a time, one homework assignment at a time. And before you knew it, I graduated with an MBA. So an interesting story. When I was in high school, I worked a very low-paying job as a construction inspector. And a lot of people may think that construction inspection is a high-paying field. Well, it is if you know a lot of things. But if you're an entry-level inspector, you're inspecting maybe two, three things on that job site. And you're not getting paid a lot to do it. Uh, One of the companies that I happened to be inspecting was an excavating company. Fast forward a few years, I'm working for a civil engineering company. And I end up taking a trip cross-country with a coworker of mine. We got to talk and I asked him what his parents did. Turns out his dad was the vice president of the company that I was inspecting when I was 18 years oh, old. Oh, wow. So those connections started early for you. The then. connections started kind of early. I went through the business program and I'm still working at the civil engineering company as I'm going through the MBA at the same time. And uh, magically, I end up having lunch with this guy one day. He introduced me to the owner of the company. We had some conversations and some interviews. And now I've been managing projects with them for over two years now. Oh, that's fantastic. You know, it's a cliche almost to say it, but it's a truism that the networking and the connections that you make in your life from an early age can have a great impact later on. And I think that's really, really important. Another theme that you hit upon, which I think is important for many of us, is just taking things one day at a time, especially when you're trying to change the trajectory of your life, finding your passion, pursuing your passion. Sometimes it's overwhelming to think, okay, I need to have it all figured out now. Well, you don't have to have it all figured out now. And as Adam has illustrated in his story, sometimes it's just it's a matter of discovering it as you're taking things one day at a time. So I think that's really, really powerful, Adam. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, sure. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to pivot a little bit, and we're going to talk a little bit about influences and influences in your life. And this is a two-part question that I like to ask our guests, and we're going to dive a little bit into pop culture. And I know you've talked about this on your podcast, but I think it would be great to share it with some of our listeners. Number one, you know, is there a song, a movie, a book, or a play that has been greatly influential in your life in terms of finding your life's passion? Oh, I could go on this forever, but uh, I'm going to start with a song by Alan Jackson, a country singer, and the name of the song is Drive, and it's about how he was a young boy, and basically his daddy taught him how to drive. The same thing happened to me, and uh, it's just a, an inspirational song about just being out there with someone close to you and learning something for the first time and having somebody kind of guide you along the way, you know, steer it a little bit this way, you're, you're doing too fast, go a little slower, there you go, you got it, and just that 
that symbolism of just having someone guide you, you know, throughout your life and you know that someone's with you. And my father's not here anymore, but I still, whenever I listen to that song, I think about him and I just think, you know, what would he do? And he was a, a really inspirational person in my life. And I think a lot of the things I've done in my life are 100% related to how he lived his life. Wow, Adam, that's that's great. And I think uh, if you're like me, folks, you're just going to, after this podcast, you're just going to want to go out and, and take a listen to that song if you haven't heard it already. So thank you for sharing that, Adam. Sure. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, if you're enjoying today's episode, consider supporting the podcast. You can purchase a copy of the Corporate Clichés Adult Coloring Book or try out Amazon Prime or Audible using one of my affiliate links, which you can find in the write-up for any of the episodes at bemovingforward.com. Second part of the question, is there a person that you have connected with that has been influential in you finding your passion? There is. And while I say that my dad's pretty much my biggest inspiration, I'll do something a little more on the business side of where I'm at now. My current boss, my supervisor, he is one of the most inspirational people I've ever met and one of the most influential uh, people I've ever met. He grew up on a farm. He's in his 60s right now. He grew up on a farm, never went to college, um, started his own business. He started digging you know farm ponds doing excavating he got into seeding and sodding and concrete and you name it he's done it and he has probably 40 to 45 years of construction experience he took me into this company he's taught me everything i know about construction and he's done it done it in a very humble way he's not braggadocious he he's he's confident but he's not cocky he's taught me how to live my life a little bit better he's taught me how to deal with people when to be firm when not to be firm when you need to charge people extra for things when you can do things as a favor and just kind of the all the little things that business school doesn't really teach you i mean they'll teach you the big things but these are the soft skills and these are things that i think you only get from experience so listen to people that are older than you if someone's older than you they've been around just take a minute to just be quiet and listen to what they have to say, because chances are it's going to be something important. Well, I know, Adam, on our show, we've talked a lot with our guests about the role of mentors, and so many people have talked about the influence and the importance of having a mentor. So I'm really glad that you you were able to share that. So it sounds like this gentleman has been a real mentor to you. Oh, definitely. You have to have mentors throughout your life, and I'd say he's one of my, my greatest mentors that I've ever had. And I love the segue that you made between starting out in an MBA program, you know, I went through the same program, but then after graduating from that MBA program, learning beyond what you learn in the classroom, I think that is so critical and so important. And that that learning doesn't stop when you finish a particular degree, whether it's high school, college, or graduate school, that learning is just a continual process. And that what you learn in your day to day on your job in your life is critical to your development and towards you finding your passion. A hundred percent. And let's talk about the power of mimicry. If you see somebody, you know, surround yourself with people that you want to be like. I want to be like this guy, so I like to hang around this guy because I see how he interacts with people. I, I listen to how he talks on the phone. I see how he conducts himself in meetings, how he conducts himself in meetings. And it's just... It's just something you want to mimic that. You want to mimic people that you feel are on a higher level than you. So that's what I try to do. That's what I try to take away whenever I'm around him. Actually, that reminds me, Adam, do you want to tell an interesting story about how you got inspired to do podcasting and how the how that led to the birth of the Dirt Work Diaries? Well, one of my inspirations is Adam Carolla. He may be the king of all podcasts. <laughs> I've heard some people call him the podfather. He's a comedian. He used to be a construction worker. 
I consider myself a construction worker now. Uh, some people would say I'm a little bit humorous from time to time. But uh, oh, you're being modest, Adam. Yeah. I uh, <laughs> thanks. I uh, I met Adam Carolla a few times. I was actually on his radio show, and the advice uh, he gave me when I asked him that I, you know, I told him I was in a white collar job and I wanted to go a little bit more blue collar. I was working a civil engineering company in a cubicle, and I said I want to be outside. I went to school to be outside. You know, what should I do? He said, find a job where you can crank a radio. So one thing I make sure to do is at least once during the day, I try to listen to a song or crank a radio, kind of decompress a little bit. And after listening to his podcast, I've decided, you know, I'm going to embark on that endeavor as well. So uh, one of my mantras is uh, straight from the king himself. Make sure you crank a radio. Oh, that's excellent. And I know that that's something that you talk a lot about on your podcast. So I think that's something that our listeners can find a lot of value in. Also, just in general, the, you know, the influence of music in your life, how much you can learn from particular songs or particular singers that you admire where you follow i think that's really important no i think so too and i think playing music you know playing instruments yourself is important i play quite a few instruments and i listen to pretty much every style of music that's out there and the amount of creativity that's sparked by playing an instrument or listening to an instrument is just it's unparalleled it's just something that i I haven't found in any other styles except for music well, Adam, this is fantastic, and, and I think our listeners have gotten a real inside look into what drives you, what you're passionate about, and how you have found success, and how you've continued to develop your career. So what advice do you have for our listeners in terms of finding your passion, especially for those who are still struggling to figure out what their passion is, or how to get to the level so that they can really, really devote their time to being uh, passionate about what they're doing. Sure, there, there's some conflicting opinions on this. I've heard people say, you know, just do what you love and the money will come. I don't know if that's true. Um, I loved music, but I didn't pursue music because I didn't know if it was going to work out. You know, everybody tries to be a musician, very few do. Everybody tries to be an NFL player, you know, very few make it. I found something that I really enjoy but I think I could also make money at. I think that's the key. So I love the outdoors. There's plenty of jobs that are outdoors, and it doesn't just have to be construction. It didn't just have to be civil engineering. It didn't have to be agriculture, and it didn't just have to be forestry, which were all the classes I took. But I opened myself into a opened myself up to a, a world of jobs in a field that I like. So don't get too pinpointed and too specific in what you want to do. Find something that you like, but that's broad enough where you could take it in any direction you want. And then just start taking classes. Don't be afraid to take classes. And more importantly, find people that are into those same industries and just talk to them and just listen. Just listen to what they have to say and be patient. It's not all going to happen at once, but as you move throughout your life year after year, you'll start meeting people that are in your industry and opportunities will present themselves and you'll be amazed at how far you can get when you don't even realize it. Yeah, and I think that's critically important. And I I know this has been a recurring theme that we've heard from all of our guests, but especially today, just the importance of surrounding yourself with people, especially those who are at the level that you want to be or who are living out their passions. Those are the people that you really want to surround and connect yourself with so that you can find your passion and take yourself to that level. Oh, exactly. Hey, Adam, so what's next for you? 
What's next for me is I want to continue in the industry I'm in. I'm a project manager right now. I, I wouldn't mind getting more into the estimating and business development side of the construction field. I wouldn't even uh, rule out maybe working for a county government one day, doing maintenance for them or budgets for them. But where I'm at right now, I just want to continue with this company, continue throughout the construction field and get more onto the business side of things. I think I've learned the nuts and bolts so far. So let's just keep going with the business side and see how far I can go. Oh, that's fantastic. And do you want to uh, tell uh, our listeners maybe any sneak peeks as to what might be coming up on the Dirt Work Diaries? Oh, my gosh. We got car talk, football talk, NASCAR talk, but we also Whoa, have... whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I thought this was a construction podcast. Oh, there's all that, too. If you want to talk <laughs> about funny stories on the job sites, guys getting in fights with each other, but if you want to figure out how to further your career in the, in the construction industry and the day-to-day happenings, how contracts work, how proposals work, how subcontract agreements work, how bids work estimating how project scheduling works we talk about all that too we try to do it all oh yeah no and i'm just ribbing adam a little bit uh adam covers so much and in the context of not only the business world and the construction industry but you'll get insights into all different aspects of life and i think that's one of the things that makes your podcast so unique Oh, thanks. You got to throw in a little pop culture from time to time, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, thank you, Adam. It's been a pleasure to have you on the show today. Good luck with everything that you're doing. I know that you're already on the road to success. And thank you so much for sharing your insights today on the construction industry, your passion, and giving us a little insight into the Dirt Work Diaries. Oh, well, thank you. Let's do it again sometime. Folks, this has been Moving Forward. If you like our show, please, please take the time to support us, rate us, review us, subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, share this program with your friends, your loved ones, your colleagues, or anyone that you think maybe needs a little push to help them find their passion, or anyone who's just interested in listening to different stories. We have so many more exciting guests coming up, but I want to take the time to thank Adam, the Blue Collar MBA, for taking time out of his schedule to be a guest on today's show. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Now it's time for you to move forward and discover the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and BeMovingForward.com. All rights reserved.